question. Is Santa really real? No. <laughs> 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 I asked on your behalf. Sort of. I think the energy. I, I believe in Santa. Saint Nick? If you believe in that spirit, yes. As a concept, yeah. I, I just think it's magical. Yeah. It's a magical concept. Yeah. So even just thinking of the concept, whether it's real or not real, okay, does that bring happiness to us? Yeah. If you were to truly believe. I think it's a matter of belief. If you believe in it, it will come through. It's a wish. If you believe in it so much with your whole your heart, I think you'll create. That's what I believe in. Mm -hmm. That's what Santa presents to me. Yeah. Makes sense. How about anyone in the back? He's not real when he comes down the chimney. <laughs> Defies the laws of of physics. <laughs> and your cookies are eaten by dad. <laughs> How do you know he's not Santa? <laughs> but isn't it amazing what a belief can do within us? Like it can literally create certain emotions inside of us. It can get the glandular system secreting in a certain way. It can get the serotonin and the dopamine secreting in our mind, just believing in something. How many of you don't believe in Santa? Two, three, four, five. So what do you believe in? Parents. <laughs> That's a good belief. Yeah. Up until a certain time. <laughs> My job is to get people to not to believe their parents anymore. <laughs> so what do you believe in? I told you I'm going to ask you questions if you don't ask me. It's a good time to ponder that. What do you believe in? Yourself? Some moments and some days. Mm -hmm. So between some moments, what's there between the moments? Working on believing in myself. <laughs> <laughs> the true self. Yeah. Not the so, so answer me, everyone in the back too. Can't hide. I have a really good view here. What do you believe in? Do you believe in your mind? Sorry. The energy that you put out you receive. Yes, that's a good thing to believe in. You think it's real? Have you experienced it? Have you experienced it as an experience? Oh, okay. Anyone else? A higher power. A higher power. Have you experienced it? Mm -hmm. You have? Yeah. My personal experience, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, what else? 
interconnectedness. Interconnectedness. What does that feel like? Do you believe in it? Do you experience it? If you, it's something you experience. But you don't really believe it. No, I believe it. You believe it because you experience it. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> Your heart. Your heart. See, the thing with the heart is you can't really go wrong with that answer. You know, you can place the heart thing anywhere and you'll be fine. You believe in your heart? Have you experienced your heart? But thank you at least for being honest. What do you believe in? Do you believe in your mind? Mm -hmm. no, not so much anymore. Not so yeah. much anymore. I've confused yeah. you guys quite a bit. <laughs> So you can tell who's gone through teacher training. Yeah. The ones who are going through teacher training. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confused going through teacher training. <laughs> gone through teacher training three years. Yeah. It's a, it's not my master. That's good. That's a good sign. Okay. Come on. I mean, do you not ponder this thing? Sometimes, sometimes I feel like uh, I'm a walking mirror. Mm. So, like, if I look at someone and I smile at them, they smile back. Mm. If I give them a dirty look, they'll give me a dirty look back. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like um, whatever I do reflects back to me. Mm -hmm. Every action has a reaction. Mm -hmm. So it's not only a belief; it is an experience, which is turning into a truth. Do you, do you know the difference between belief and experience? Belief is a thought. Belief is passed on. Experience is experience. Is it because experience is you're in it versus you're just thinking about it? Correct. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about this morning. You, you are literally nothing but an accumulation of what you believe in. Plain and simple. And as you go through your life, you're meant to experience what you believe so then it can turn into your truth. Is it too wordy? Can you repeat that? So do you think you're a collection of belief systems? What, like I said, that's my job to just separate the parents away from the person. Because most of what you experienced was absorbed by you from your parents. And you still believe it to be true. They told you you were an idiot, you believe it. Don't you? And what has your experience told you about you? Come. You want nothing? <laughs> For me, it's uh, like I'm turning into my dad. Mm. That means you haven't really allowed your experiences to become your truth. 
thank you for at least being able to see that. Most of us don't even see it. <laughs> I think my experience now is more is I continue to peel off those layers and become more of me. I feel very opposite my parents. Mm -hmm. Sometimes to the point where I don't feel like I fit in with my family anymore because I'm very different than how they operate. And I think for me that's taken some getting used to as well. Some owning? It's taken some owning? being comfortable with that. I think sometimes there's a level of, of discomfort. <laughs> it is. Go along with that. No, you guys don't really think about this stuff, do you? Who am I? What do I believe in? Does that match my experience? Am I believing my experience of myself as the truth? Or am I believing my belief of myself as the truth? Aren't you all seekers of truth? Wouldn't that be a good place to start? I ask difficult questions. You might as well ask me on Tuesdays. You know, don't get me into this place. I have a question. Uh-oh. So one of the things that I personally believe is that we're all here for a purpose. And I know we call something different in teacher training, but for simplicity purposes, mm -hmm. um, we're all here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think that continues to unfold as we evolve. But I think what I've been noticing as I get deeper into my practice and continuing to peel away the layers, I don't necessarily know what my purpose is. I feel a calling in different directions. And sometimes what I ponder is, how do I know when I get there? How do I know if I'm on the right path? And I know inherently I'm on the right path, but I think for me, I have this vision. We all have these beliefs of what we think our purpose or our plan is, you know, hey, at this age, I was going to have this life or whatever mm -hmm. that works out to be. It's just that interesting and new experience for me because I feel calling towards something, but I don't know what it is. And so I find myself each day just having to take blind faith steps. <laughs> and then does that ever end? Do you ever get to the destination? Does that feeling ever go away? Or is that just another layer I need to peel away? Sometimes I feel like a cat with a, a laser point. Yeah. With a destination thing, with a destiny thing. I think I got it, and it moves here. Oh, I think I got it here. I think I got it. <laughs> That's literally what this whole thing about dharma or destiny or purpose your purpose is unfolding constantly. It's like a spiral. You think you got to a certain point and it'll begin a new spiral out of it. I want to achieve. And I'm like, how do I know I achieved? See, it's the high achiever. Way. You'll have to just drop the achievement part of it. <laughs> then you, then you have arrived. It's so hard. I love that achievement part of myself. It's so hard to give it up. I know. <laughs> See, it's not about, I just played 
pickleball with Peter. Do you know what pickleball is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of like like table tennis, but between table tennis and lawn tennis. Mm-hmm. Like in between. And I can be very competitive, as Peter. Uh, <laughs> and there's an achievement, yes! You know? And it's thrilling, it's great. But it has nothing to do with my purpose on the inside. So achievements are great in the world outside here. You know, and they're fine. They're little little markers along the path. But they should not define your inner experience. So the thing with the, the destiny thing or purpose, if we knew, then it wouldn't be a purpose. It's like we have to find a little needle in a haystack. Feels like that, doesn't it? That's it. That's the sign that you're in the right path. (laughs) Does it end? No, and thank God for that. You know, you would be bored out of your minds. You know you will not want to wake up and get out of bed if you act that was the end of it all. You don't know that. You think, let me just please get there. And then life will be beautiful from that point on. There will be no struggle. What's the fun in the no struggle? Oh, once you achieve that, you have to find something new to achieve. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. <laughs> Both on the outside and the inside world. See, most of us have been so used to the outside world, and it's great. But now you have a parallel thing if you're into Kundalini Yoga. There's two worlds. And so much to do. Where do you have time to go Christmas shopping and stand in lines in the mall? I hope you don't. (laughs) You just give the most precious thing, hug. From the heart. A look from the eyes. A beautiful word from your being. And that should be a Christmas gift. And if someone in your world doesn't recognize that, give them another big hug. <laughs> Extra one. Extra long. Extra long Extra hug. Yes. <laughs> but literally, um, since I am exploring this, there's I don't want this to end ever. I don't want to ever arrive at a destination. It would be way too boring you would actually have literally find no purpose of existing. You've probably seen that in people who retire, Mm -hmm. right? If they feel their entire purpose was to do what they were doing in their job. And that would be my destination, retirement. Literally in the Western world, we work for retirement. And most of them you will find are depressed. Even if they try to occupy themselves with other things. It's a purposeless existence. Is it possible um, to be doing something for a living for a very long time and that really wasn't even your purpose? Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. 99.9% of people. Okay, raise your hand if you've experienced that. If that's one of your experiences, not your belief. Right? I want, I want a feeling of something that lights you up. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
you really enjoy it. Every time you see it or do anything with it, it just rings the bells. Is that something you should be doing in your life, or is that just something that... As a hobby? Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of people say, make your hobby your job. If something fills you up with that light, go for it. Even if it is not making you money in the beginning, if it's, even if it's not making you living in the beginning, if you passionately continue, it'll start doing it. It'll start making you money. It'll start bringing you prosperity. And that's a guarantee. And I'm not saying that because I read it somewhere. But first I read it somewhere. Then I heard someone say it. And then I said, you know, I'm going to experiment with that. I'm a CPA by training. Worked very hard for many, many years to study and do. And it just was not my calling. It was painful to go to work every day. Did make money? Uh-huh. And then I decided to open this. People said, are you an idiot? What are you doing? I don't know. This makes me so happy. But I'm not saying be, an, be completely oblivious of the fact that there's practical aspects to it. If you can balance both the inner and the outer, it will be successful. Even if it's picking up garbage. If that lights you up, every time you see a piece of garbage and pick, pick it up, you will be able to make a business out of it. But does your belief system contradict that? Does your belief system contradict that experience? And in that you have a choice as to which you want to own. Do you want to own the belief system or do you want to own your experience? Your belief system is borrowed. It doesn't belong to you, it belonged to someone else, but you borrowed it until, like a placeholder. Until I figure myself out, I'll put this in place, right? And then you're meant to go through your life's experiences, all of you adults, except one. So the point of being an adult is I'm ready to have my own experiences. And then you gather your experiences and you're meant to find yourself and then let go of the belief system. Our belief or the whole system around it. And how many of you are able to do that? Can you discard what you borrowed? Can you give it back? Are you like the seagulls in Finding Nemo? Mine? 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 Finding Nemo is one of my favorite two quote movies. I do quote quite a bit, right? Actually, today, today I said, just keep on living. <laughs> <laughs> Short-term memory loss. Remember, so this is something we were discussing in our teacher training. We have so much fun there. It's like we have short-term fam family loss. You know, yeah. like we forget to live. So we have to keep reminding ourselves just like 
that fish in Finding Nemo. What was the name, Dory? Dory. Dory. My name is Dory. I, I suffer from short-term memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> that, that she remembers. Yeah. <laughs> and her, do you remember her mantra? Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. And I find that's what we have to do with ourselves. You know, we get so caught up. Oh my God, we are so busy. It's Christmas, and there's family, and there's career, and there's da, 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 this meeting. Never do that. Can you remind yourself of living? Like You can live anywhere, even in work, even in the throes of an argument, you can be alive, right? Just keep living, just keep living, just keep living. Mm -hmm. Just don't go into the belief and say, mine. Unmind them all. Right? Can you do that this Christmas season? Give yourself this gift of unloading? Or do you have something else on your list? I challenge you on that one. <coughs> I challenge you to unload one thing that you borrowed from someone else a long time ago and put it, put your name on it. And now time and space is coming to you and say, give it back. And you say, no, mine, 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 mine. Can you give that as a gift to me? Seriously, you have to think about that? You have to think about that before agreeing. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Well, no, really, what are you, what's your mind saying? No, should I agree to that? Should I give up my belief? You're still thinking about it? After all this long week lecture? This mind count if I just did it the other day. <laughs> no, nope. from this point forward. <laughs> I was just thinking about the particular belief I was going to give up. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay, that I'll give you time for. <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. contemplating. Which one to give up? And then you would agree? Yeah. No, I would agree. No, yeah. I'd like to have one that I remember. Okay, let me ask you again. All of you. And it's okay if you say no. I'm good with that. Are you willing to give one or more of the borrowed things that you have placed the name tag of mine that doesn't really belong to you as part of your personality, as part of your being? Can you give the, that up? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Knowing it will be very difficult because it's embedded in you, mm -hmm. like it's welded in you. So pulling that away from you will be painful. Still, do you agree? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. For more inspirational offerings, visit us at sevenshockeryoga.com.